Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, look, he was a he was a he was a sort of a desperation ad. It was a great ad, but it was a desperation ad because you lost uh uh, Lenard. And he would have been perfect. He would have been exact. He would have been the shot blocker, rim protector above the rim, mm-hmm. lob MTSU finisher. Dude, yeah. yeah, who, you know, for whatever reason, they couldn't get that situation figured out. He was like a wing, though, right? No, nah, he. Defensive he, stud. Yeah. He, they even had him yeah. mocked in the, like the second round, didn't it? He, 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 the, he, quote unquote, was, but he would have played everywhere. Right. You know, oh, like, saying, yeah. he would have been, you know, he could have played the four or the I five. Saying, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he was that. He can guard every. You are, but you can guard, as they mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Um, and so I think when you, you know, they. Jordan Brown was best big available, no question about it. Yeah. But he just yeah, stylistically, kind of you're probably hoping that he fit, and he probably doesn't. You know, now I'm not saying they can't find a use for him, but is he cool with what that role is going to yeah, be like? like you yeah. know, and for me, it's like a situational thing, bro. You know, like mm-hmm. a like uh, in football, like the Wildcat. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I bring you in for a certain down and distance. Right. You mentioned him. We talked about Virginia game. There's yes. gonna be, there's going to be moments. Maybe Clemson. You know, I Clemson mean, Clemson be more of a yeah. half court game. I mean, there are going to be spots. I just I need you to be on board with that big fella. And I don't I don't you know I don't know I haven't you know I don't know the situation there. So and y'all know better than me, but I feel like this Ole Miss game is big. Like big because you could lose it. That's what I mean. You're not going to get much credit for winning it. You have to. But be, I thought I mean, Ole Miss was good this year. No, nah, they barely top their 100. They got up to 100 at Kimpom. I'm just going to beat them for them. I mean, they are they are undefeated, to your point. Yeah. And they just knocked off NC State. So there's, And they got yeah. Chris Beard, who's a real coach. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, you go, can't it, mess it, around. It's a true road game, too, man. You need to go there and go and beat them for them. Yeah, I think it's definitely good losable, good. though. Kimpom's got a three-point game. And they've, well, they haven't won down there since 05. Yeah, us is the favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I was about to say that, too. It seems like I remember Penny losing a lot to Ole Miss over the last few years. And he's gonna pull this one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it is a big one, and uh, it would it would continue to add to the resume if they're able to pull it off. Here's Anthony saying, "Catch him on Bluff City Media." I think the show just posted, by the way. So go check that out. This edition. Uh, appreciate you as appreciate always, you, bro. bro. Oh, yeah. We'll come back with the rundown. Stick around, Jason and John. I'd be trying to film. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on ninety two nine FM ESPN. First story. All right, all right, all right. I know, just knowing who you are uh, and knowing what you're about, that you have not been able to get restful REM sleep, not knowing what's going to happen with Oregon State and Washington State in their respective conferences. I'm sorry, Oregon State and Washington State? Yes. 
I know you have been. Uh, I know you have. No, I've been in that REM. You've been worried when your eyes when they move. It's like when they're yeah, yeah when exactly. I've been in the deep sleep actually. So, oh, that's yeah. where you. This been? is a misrepresentation. I've oh, okay. Good, I thought maybe you had. A, I thought I, my mistake. What, I thought you had a heart. What has happened here? Well, they have a. Uh, they have. They have reached a scheduling agreement. They haven't found new homes. They haven't found new conferences. But they do have a uh, scheduling agreement. <laughs> Tell me more. With the Mountain West. What? Yeah, with Brad's UNLV Rebels. Oh, great. The barrio nothing to me. Thought you gonna tell Barrio's me Barrio was coming town. Thought you gonna tell me Oresco had pulled one off here. Nah, man, he could he couldn't do it. Honestly, at the end of the day, uh, oh, uh, Ohio State, uh, Oregon State, State, Oregon State, Washington State will play six games versus the Mountain West. Three at home, three on the road. All twelve Mountain West teams will play seven conference games plus one game versus either Oregon State or Washington State. It's not gonna count in the conference standings. They're not eligible, uh, our, uh, Oregon State and Washington State, for the Mountain West title game. So they're going to play these Mountain West teams. Right, but they're not playing the championship if they beat them. They don't count towards the conference standings, and they can't play in the title game. So that is uh, pretty brutal, quite honestly. I mean, it's like it feels a little bit like reach your dream prep, bro, trying to just play a schedule, you know? You mm-hmm. just have to play it, but it doesn't count for anything. So what do they do? I, you know, and I think part of the reason for that, not to no, please, please, no, the reasoning is litigation, I believe, because they okay, don't want to say they're pulling into this conference while they're trying to get cash for this de facto Pac-12 deal that just fell apart. They they claim that there was a conference, they're suing that you all owe us money, and so they don't want to jump into a conference, per se. This just fills the gap in the games, if that makes sense. Okay, got it. You follow that? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. We don't want to say we're in this conference, but we're going to play them, and then we're still going to have this lawsuit and try to get all this money from the Pac-12. Okay. Makes more sense than it did on the surface. So, anyway, um, that is the arrangement. It's a guess, by the way, but I, I can only imagine that's why they're not. Because otherwise, why would you? You'd just fully join in, and you'd, you'd be in the conference, and you'd do all the things that conference teams do. Instead, you just need the games. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean it's the best, I guess, short-term solution for them. They're going to play the games. They just don't have a league championship to play because they're not in the league. And know? it's close. You know, you, oh, the yeah, reason why you do it is yeah. I wouldn't have to pay a bunch of money to go down to San Diego and all these teams. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and you keep it sort of budget friendly, and and uh, you try to figure out, you know, I guess the conference affiliation later. Um, it, it just it, it it sort of goes to show you the the issue though that college athletics really has become that these teams have no freaking league to call home, but they're going to play Mountain West teams, <laughs> yet not count towards the standings and not be in. Um, you know the the conference title game. Should they have the record to do so? It's all just a mess, Jason. I mean, I know it, it is. It, I know you're you're cynical about it. Um, Action Network. Brett McMurphy uh, has in his latest bowl projections. Memphis still in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl <clears throat> against the same Iowa State team. It's the best you could possibly. Be. And he's got Iowa State minus nine in that one. So well, I kind of would be interested in Memphis at nine, but wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean they they we're gonna score. Yeah, exactly. Sure. They score points, man. We're um, gonna stop a, anything. They can backdoor anything, right? At the end of the day, but and they did the SMU there. Yeah, down the, at the end. Exactly right. So I think that's the, that's the backdoor special there. Mm, uh, but that's the uh, that's the arrangement for Oregon State and Washington State in college football. No league, no league to call home, but they will absolutely. Oh, they will uh, be playing Mountain West games. Next story. Everything is okay. Um, Hopefully, will be tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies. They are taking on the Dallas Mavericks tonight at 6.30. Of course, you can hear pregame here 
on 92.9 FM ESPN at 6 p.m. Grizzlies now 4-13 and following their win over Utah. Was the first home win of the season. We know that. Uh, what you might not have known, and what I didn't know until Anthony Sane walked up in here, is that around 11.30 we got the news that Luka Doncic, him and Dante Exum, uh, but certainly uh, you know, the focus on Luka Doncic, both out for personal reasons uh, tonight for the Mavericks. Questionable already was Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, and now, yes, you won't have Luka Doncic. We talked about it uh, when they, you know, when they hadn't had Kyrie. Luka's the only one out there. He's still played you well. Feels like uh, it's been a death struggle against Dallas of late. And so, I'm not sure how much the line has changed. It was nine and a half before the Luka news. Uh, we we can check that. Does sort of give you more hope for tonight because I think we'd circled the next two tonight and against Phoenix as L's, and then hopefully. Again, you're trying to get that win at Detroit after that. But now with Luka out, you know, and certainly with the way uh, Memphis played after some adjustments, after an in-game rant by Marcus Smart, after a players-led practice, you certainly got a better effort all the way around by the Grizzlies, albeit against a bad Utah team that you certainly owed. Hopefully that energy and that that effort level can continue. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly on the on the, uh, the the idea that nothing has been figured out here for the Grizzlies and you're still just in salvage as many of these next eight as you can mode um, with what you've got. Hopefully it's a, a fresh Derrick Rose on one of these next two nights, whether that's tonight yep. or against Phoenix. You figure he's not going to play in both of them. You got a great performance from him against Utah, and you got a great one in Roddy's second start. David Roddy uh, was fantastic last game as well. So I, I, I'm bringing up those role guys because, again, you know, whether it's Bain, who who stepped it up with nine assists last game, or Jaron, who stepped it up with, what, six blocks to go with the 20 points. You're pretty – you know what you're getting. Jaron's been a little bit more up and down, but whether or not you're going to be able to salvage these uh, games like tonight, others, uh, is going to come down to how much those role players can give you. We mentioned Xavier Tillman. Yep. Uh, he is questionable, so hopefully you've got another body out there that you can throw out at the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Yeah. Uh, 632. I don't look. I, it's still there, okay? It's still in Dallas, and it's still, you know, you, you're still who you are. You know, you're still a four-win team. So, even without Luka. No, uh, you're right. It's down there, and their role players will play well because yeah, it's down there. Like, uh, is is Lively playing? He's been he's been huge for them. Yeah, he is not on the injury report. So, Lively's playing, and so you're going to be on the road, and I think it's a letdown spot. Uh, I, I don't expect the Grizzlies to win. I, I just don't. Uh, this is not one of the games that we had them yeah. winning. Well, it was before Luke was up. Yeah, I mean, look. A little more chance. It's, it could it Did be, the line move? I was interested. Oh, I of know course it would move. Yeah, if it was nine and a half, I assume now it's probably going to be, you know, Dallas minus three would be my guess. I mean, I think he is one of the probably most more impactful players to the spread in the entire NBA. So It's now six and a half. Only three. Wow, okay. At least from ESPN. No, that's, that's six and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's a little shocking. I think that probably speaks to what the market thinks about the Grizzlies. Um so that that's why, like, I mean, you're still a sizable underdog, and you're on the road. Yep, would have no interest in honestly any. I don't bet the NBA until I have to, which will be like April and, and May. So uh, <laughs> I will not be involved in this one tonight. Uh, with that being said, yeah, I mean, we we identified the two you know most likely spots for wins on this on this schedule remaining without John Morant, and that was uh, Detroit and one of the Houston games. If you get anything beyond that, fantastic, great gravy. You know, one one less, um, you know, a, a little bit less work for Ja to have to do when he returns. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't, I still don't think that even without even without Luca, I still don't think this is a great spot. Feels like Tim Hardaway Jr. and Kyrie are going to put up seventy five on you. It also feels like uh, ESPN's Tim McMahon catches hell every time he puts out a tweet. Is that so? Yeah, when he put out the Luca and Exum going to be out for personal reasons tweet, everybody came back with, "Why don't you write something positive, Tim? Will you write an article questioning Luca's commitment to the team?" 
Didn't he have a back and forth recently with a player too? Did he? I don't know. Yeah. Jason Kidd actually called it was, him It was off. a coach. It was Jason so Kidd. Kidd about, during the press the, conference yesterday, right. he said that very quote. He goes, you know, maybe you could write something positive yeah, when you yeah, write yeah. about the he's, team. He's been getting attacked here of late. I've yeah. wondered if it was warranted or not. I haven't been That's so glued in. That's the fans piling on, on with Jason I, Kidd. You know, I don't know what what the history with but, – but I feel like I've, we've been seeing a lot of that. And, uh, you know uh, – Jason Kidd. I mean, look. I guess the Mavs are are um, from coaches. You mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not as I guess upset with Jason Kidd. You know, I understand why he would want positive things to be written. They are, you know, 11 and six, and they did go to a Western Conference Finals two years ago. I guess I could understand that. But but Kim Mulkey really drives me insane. She has like been coming up on my um, my TikTok algorithm. Yeah, I never push play. What, what's happening? I've seen her. Hit the she headline. is. She what, is, is like a. She's she, talking crazy to the dude. She's out of control. You know what? What? What drives me crazy about? I, I, I'll, well, I'll get canceled. Whatever. It won't be the first time. It won't be the last. Women's sports advocates. Okay, and I and I admire that. Careful. And I, and I do think we need to have advocates. Careful. But women's sports advocates will say we need this sport to be covered like you cover the men, cover the women the same way you cover the men. All right, no problem. We're gonna we're gonna ask Kim Mulkey very hard questions about why Angel Reese wasn't yeah. available for the first you know however many games, and we're gonna do that. And guess what? She can't handle it. She can't handle the heat. She goes on these tirades mm. about how I'm not gonna tell you. Why do you need to know that information? You're not entitled to that information. Can you imagine if a men's coach of a men's sport? acted and reacted the way that Kim Mulkey did. It'd be like if if John Morant had been mysteriously not on the roster, right? And we know why he's not. But let's just say we didn't know. Yeah. And Tether can say, you're not entitled to that information. Why would I tell you? I'm just going to give you the same. Like, that's not the way you you react, you know? It's about being transparent. It's about being honest. And it's about being straightforward. While, of course, serving the interests of your team. But her, her whole thing was... I'm going to protect my locker room. I'm going to pre- – that's a family back there. That, it's just like y- you could just – y'all want to be covered in the same way, but you really don't. You really don't because you can't handle it. You can't tolerate any type of scrutiny. She actually stopped the press conference. Bro, she is so condescending. I would I would go I would have gone back at her ass if I was in that room. She stops the press conference and starts asking rhetorical questions to media members there who who wrote something that she disagreed with. And she said, "I just get agitated when y'all don't like the way that I answer things and y'all attack me cuz you didn't like the answer." And she says, "Isn't that right, Gil?" which is like, you know, Glenn or whatever his name was. And she's doing this in the middle of the press conference. And I'm just like, "You could not be possibly more unprofessional than you are right now." You you just you, you know your star players out. We're asking fair questions. I, I, I think I I agree with you on this. That well, it's because it's similar to what we talked about with Pop. To me, I just I think you're you're using a broad brush for women's advocates. You know, Mulkey's obviously one of those. I think she's more in a class where because of what she she's won, right, 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 as opposed to women. You know, well, fair women's advocates can't handle the kind of media coverage that we give to men's teams and. Using Kim Mulkey as example, she does a poor job here. Yeah, that's but, I, fair. but I think it's more because of she's of that pop ilk. Yep. Where she can be condescending, particularly because of what she's won, yeah, how she's, fast she's done it now, yes. and where she's regarded and revered as one of the best in the game on her side. And so I, I just feel like it's more that. 
well, that, as that, opposed you to right. yes. you know, women's sports can't handle this kind of coverage, and look what happens when it when it gets it. But even, that, even this is about Kim Mulkey, even like which the, I uh, agree with, just like we said about Pop. It not so much about you know women's advocates, even like all uh, of them. Yeah, that's too broad a brush. Well, you're right, but I would say even like the the, the Las Vegas Aces, okay, you know who won the second straight championship. They were asking questions about uh, like the reporters were there and they were asking questions about uh, you know how important was you know X Y and Z to the team, and it was just met with like, and I don't think they mean anything mean anything bad by it, but it was met with like you know this a, a, a condescending. You know how important she was to the team. You watch the games, right? And it's like, if y'all have a, a lack of coverage, which I think you do, isn't it sort of, doesn't it behoove you to sort of, t- however dumb or asinine or simple the question may be, to like really approach it, you know, with a... Yeah, but we're asking them to be different and put up with more than what we're asking these men's coaches. Just about Greg Marshall and the way he would shoot guys down if you asked him a stupid question. Yep. You know, he'd tell you, I don't even know what that means. You know, and look at you. Oh, great. yeah. Like, oh, we yeah. got Most men doing do that. Yeah, and, and I'm with you. There's, you know, we're, you know, you got the spotlight on you, so, you know, a little bit of cooperation would certainly help the issue here, and we're trying to get you more coverage. Exactly. But, Make but, it easy. But, but but we can't ask them to be held up to a different standard no, than mean, we're asking the men because we got a bunch of a-holes uh, in men's right. that, that are coaching men's team that are, are the exact same way, John. And Greg Marshall was – I'm using him as an example because I remember in the press conferences, he would give you hell if he thought the question was stupid. No, there's no question about and, that. And, and I don't know how much this is about types as than it is about, you know, and you're the right. coverage of women's sports. Not, not every, not every uh, person involved with, uh, you know, women's sports – is that is like that, you know? Yeah, they, yeah, they, that's, yeah. But but Kim Mulkey, I I I, mean, I see she rubs you the wrong way. Oh, I I, I I mean I I gotta tell you, she may be she may be the worst for me. Well, I remember her. It was it her not standing yes, up for Brittany Griner when Griner. she was in Russia, right? And when she was basically held saying, in Russia. Well, "You get what you get" or something. Yeah, like she that. said something like where she just she did not stand Wasn't much compassion. beside her. Yeah. You know, she this is a this is a a woman that helps you win championships. That helped you get get contracts and notoriety. At the least, she's made a mistake. It's like you know, now she's a bad person. And then her know, whole I'm thing just saying, the, if you're looking at it from her point, I don't see how you can just cut yourself off from somebody that. I mean, she was being held wrongly in in a in an enemy state. Yeah. I mean, at the least, you could say we you know we were praying every day for her return, right, regardless right. of how you, you feel you about her think. her damn politics. I mean, that's and then she gets on there and she's like coughing all over the place. She's like COVID or is it? You know, I mean, it's just like what what is wrong with you, woman? I mean, you well, ser- you are a seriously disturbed human being, you know, and 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 what you get away with, you know, I I, I think is ridiculous, and uh, you know, you ain't even that great. You ain't nearly as great as you act like. Well, you she's are. a champion. But yeah, I mean, she's, she's a champion, but but you know, have have some class, you know, have some class about it. You don't you don't have to be a, uh, you know, I'll, I'll save the words, but let me tell you something, Kim Mulkey. Careful. Add her to my trigger list up there, bro. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you, you keep playing around, she's gonna cancel you. She's got that kind of power. She can't or she believes me. she does. She can't if she try if she try to do this. Let's send her this tape. Send see, it what, to her. see what she gotta say about you. I'd love to have her on the show and act and ask her why she acts she, like such she, a jackass. Because she's there. gonna use you representative of men in the media. That's what what you just did to her. She's gonna do to you and say, This is what I get all the time from no, these haters. It, it was, it was, this it was, is men that hate on it, women's it, sports. That's what she's gonna do to you, I, I, and she's gonna get you canceled as a sports. result of I it. I love women's sports. I love the WNBA. I don't like people that act the way she acts, though. That it, whether whatever sport it may be, sports or not. It, it, it was actually pretty funny. So, this when, was a Kim Mulkey rant when as she, opposed to coverage of women's athletics and how they're responding well to she's one of the faces of it unfortunately right she's one of the faces of women's sports right now and uh and she she really gets under my skin 
the 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 reporter that she was asking a rhetorical question to, right? She was like, "Isn't it, Glenn?" Like you know, like like oh, Glenn. Well, they go back. And, or they're buddies now, I guess. So and they he, can't go back. And he said, uh, and he didn't answer. And she asked again. He said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I wasn't listening. He, he said this in the press conference. And then she goes, well, why are you here? Dang. Why, why are you here? If you're, it, I, I mean, it, him out. I, I'm telling you, it was really like. It I was, kind of like him saying I wasn't even listening to you. <laughs> No, he was like, I, it back to I tuned you out. I tuned you out on your bull crap. Wow. I mean, you got like those LSU press conferences, bro. Yeah, I got to get tuned in. They come up on my TikTok, man, and uh, and they really and they're really something. It's crazy. It, 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 it's like you know, it's not, like Penny Hardaway have a press conference, right? And like you see what's said, and it's the quotes and all that. Except for the first year, then every single every press conference was must attend and. He Don't do that. He eventually, uh, and that one, yeah. Stop asking me stupid f***ing questions. But they've been few and far between in terms of memorable since then. Uh, it's just standard. It's like you ask questions, he gives answers, we move on. You know, LSU, it's like you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what Kim Mulkey going to say. You know, she. It, it really is actually quite entertaining. We need to get you down there for one. Oh, she don't want me in there because I, I would. We would turn this. We would turn that into a segment because what you're not going to do is come in here and try to big boy me. You ain't my mama. And you ain't got no relation to me. Monkey is not your mama. And so you cannot try to embarrass me while I'm doing my job. You know, you are not going to try to, you're not going to lecture me or be condescending or talk down on me. Well, she's got championships. Okay. Okay. Well, period. I don't care. Where's your championships? I, I don't care. What do you bring to the I day? win every single day, Kim. Because you grown man. I win every single day. I ain't got nothing to do with man your or woman. pants on just like she does. I win every single day. All right? Period. Point blank. So that, that's my championship. Okay, thank you for that. I didn't know this was going to turn into hate Kim Mulkey day. Well, somebody need to say it. Kim Mulkey is is uh, one of the most irritating people in all of sports. If there was like an ESPY for that, she would 100% win. She would not be nominated, consensus, first ballot, and she would absolutely win it. Thank you for that. I'll keep you next updated. Next story. Um, I, may, I may push play on the next one now <laughs> based on what I've heard about these these uh these these interview rants. Uh college basketball story but a little bit different here. LeBron James says that when Bronny makes his USC debut, it will take precedence over the Lakers game. Um if they align on the same day. And I believe it's Dave McMenamin that's gone through the trouble of finding out if there are uh, uh sort of uh, conflicting date, dates there in terms of you got a game, a Lakers game and a USC game when Ever Bronny makes his debut. Remember, he's going through the uh, heart issue, mm-hmm. uh, cardiac arrest issue, but has now been cleared. And here's what LeBron said. Whenever he's cleared and ready to have his first game, I had already told my teammates that if they play on the same day we're playing, I'm going to have to catch <laughs> them the next game. This was a, He was asked about it after the 133-110 loss to OKC on uh, uh, last night. Family over everything, but definitely got to see Bronny's first game whenever he's cleared and ready to go. Um Lakers ain't doing so so great right now, but nobody's counting them out in terms of playoffs, everything out like that like that. I mean, right now it's worse for Golden State. Right. Um that said, they've aligned some of these games December twenty eighth, both the Lakers and USC have a game to uh December thirtieth. So uh it's coming up soon. Feels like Bronny's return, and that's the best news of this is that Bronny feels like he's gonna be able to get back on the court after what was a scary situation. But does it um I mean essentially it's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you could look at this from the fan standpoint or whatever happens, the game that he does miss, whether he's away or whatever, and, you you know, you, you hate that LeBron's not going to play, but there are nights, too, where LeBron's got to sit, you're going to miss him. I, 
initially I'm like, yeah, it's it's the job. I mean, you're paid to be, you know, a Laker, and are you letting your teammates down for? Because I'm sure I'm sure their teammates have uh, uh, their kids doing things too that they'd like to attend. Sometimes on game night, they're not able to. Uh, yet you are the king, and you're, you're, are you different? So I can ask all those questions and and look at this from a a, a, a skeptical eye. But LeBron been in the league a long time. Um, you know, this is something he has talked about publicly for a long time. You know, Bronny College, Bronny getting the NBA, and so in the end, what can I say more than who cares? I can't say this is wrong of Bron or this is a, a you know a bad. A uh, bad message to his teammates. That he's going to go for to see Bronny's first game, whenever that is. It's an 82 game season, you know, and a lot of veterans sit on given nights. LeBron, for one, doesn't do much of that. He's actually one of the guys that uh, isn't, you know, in terms of load management heavy. In terms of some of these veteran guys, he tries to be out there for the most part. And so I'm, I, I just come down on this. I'm curious if you're on the same side that, you know what? Yeah, this is something he's talked about a long time. Bronny's been through something too, so there's a little extra. You know, this will be really meaningful based on what he's been with the, the medical condition. And so I can't fault LeBron at all for one to tell his teammates, look, I'm, I'm going to have to put you all on hold that night. Got to go see my boy play. It, am I wrong? I mean, it's just it's kind of a um, – Is he really letting his organization down, going to watch no, his kid I mean, play think, his first I think game? It's, yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, especially considering the, the condition, you know. I mean, considering right. the situation. I right. mean, at the, end, at the end of the day, I mean, what are you going to remember, right? I think this sort of goes back to mm. – you know, professional, prof- like, I, and I and I struggle with this too because, man, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I do a lot. I feel like I do a lot in terms of just, you know, obviously I have my responsibilities here. I have other things I'm doing, and I just feel like I'm working all the time. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And LeBron probably feels the same way. Like he's been in the league for how long? Twenty one. Twenty one years, eighty two games, eighty two nights a year plus playoffs. I mean, you talking about hundred, hundred? Oh yeah. You're on the road, you know. Um, and I think it's a. I think I, I'm always in favor. That's a great of, point. I'm always in favor of you know saying to yourself, hey, like it's one game, it's it's it, or it's one show or it's one shift, whatever it may be. Like that will be there for me tomorrow. That will be there for me next week. Um, and and my my child's not going to be making his college debut ever again. Yeah, only one time it's going to happen. You know, um, and I think his teammates certainly should understand that. I mean, you know, this isn't a, a a game seven that we're talking about here. I mean, that's obviously different, and you have to make considerations for that, but. Um, yeah, I think I think we could all stand to, to to do better just in terms of, you know, and it, it really is like, I, I didn't expect to go here, but it, it, it's a real life thing. Like my kid who can now talk, mm-hmm. a lot of the times she, 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 you know, and she's not, she doesn't mean anything by it, but she will say to me, daddy, go to work. You know, she will say, daddy, go to work because you know why? I tell her a lot. I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. I tell her that a lot. Whether I'm coming here, whether I'm doing something else, whether I'm up in my room making, you know, doing Filter 68 or BeckQL or other kind of content, yep. I'm telling her a lot that I'm I'm at work. And it's now, you know, that's what she associates. And that kind of bothers me. And, you know, on the one hand, I need I, I want to do everything I can to, you know, give her and my family uh, and my new my newborn and who, you know, when he, I want to give them the best life I possibly can. For sure. But what is the balance? Oh, yeah. This is uh, something you got to find. What is the balance between doing that and saying yes to everything mm-hmm. versus spending time, you know, with yeah. my kids? Because I can't, you cannot do both, right? You cannot be in both places. LeBron cannot be at the, at the, at the you know, whatever game it is and be at the USC game. Yeah. He can't be in both places. Um, and it's not the same, bro, no matter what. Like, mom there, dad not, not the same. You know, yep. it's when it's good. You got to have both. Um, 
and, and uh, you know, I think that's a struggle that we all sort of have as parents and and the American economy. You know, it's great, but it is demanding, and uh, you know, it's it's something that I definitely wrestle with and struggle with and think about now that my kid's getting a little older. She's starting to like form her own opinions for sure. You know, and I'm sure I'm sure Bronny's like, "Yo, Dad, you gotta." I need you to be there. Well, and to your point, as she gets older, she's going to be involved in more, and there's going to be more of those moments that you're going to want to be at and more of those moments that can conflict with what you're doing at work. And so there'll be a lot more of those that potentially you could miss. And so Exactly. And I just thought about what you said about the point. If you're LeBron, you want to remember this in, in somebody's locker room at halftime trying to watch Bronny. I mean, that, think about how that memory would be filled with regret. Absolutely. That you were not there. What if he and, goes off? And, what if he and, has a hell and, of a game? And the game? fact is, he deserved. The, if there's a double standard here, and other guys, you know, wouldn't be, you couldn't get away with this. Then, frankly, LeBron's earned it. Let, let's be real, too. No doubt. In terms of what he's done for the league and everything else, and so I, I just think thing. about him thinking yeah. about not being there as the memory. Yes. I'm watching it from a from a halftime TV in a locker room, no. as opposed to being that the memory you want is of being there and seeing exactly. your son in his first college game. And, and, and there's no that is the thing to treasure there. Not so, even close. I, so it's hundred percent. I'm with you. And there's no. And you need to find a balance. Oh, you, you uh, will, ha- and ultimately bro. you will get to a crossroads where I know. I mean, because it's already on your soul and everything else. Absolutely. And, 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 I, and I mean, yeah. what I tell you, and I know it's it's a it's a you're, you're on a wheel and you got to keep turning it. Like you talked about the economic situation, you got bills to pay and everything else. But at some point, you're going to have to roll with a faith that listen. If even if I cut this one off, right? right I've I've still got enough. I've got enough to provide I've in a good enough, enough way that they're going to be loved. They're going to have everything they need. Exactly. Exactly and yet, right. cutting that one off gives me so much peace because now I'm at more of these things. Absolutely. I'm spending more time. So you have to find the balance, bro. That is all of us. That's all it, it, of us it, it, that have got kids is. and have got to work and everything else. Yeah, I mean, so, and, 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 you know, hopefully you'll find that point soon. Because we're not, we're not all, we're not, we're not NBA players, right? It's not like you know, it, you know, it's not a, a five, you know, fifty million dollar decision here that we're talking about, right? At the end of the day, you know. Um, you have to you have to know and believe and trust that you do have enough. Yeah. Um, Especially when it's just another night at the job, exactly. you know, in an eighty-two game season, or another night at the factory, John, another show, or yep. another field of sixty-eight, whatever it is. Yep. That's just a normal part of the. You can cut one or two of those off. One hundred percent, and you're going to be all right. Just you're going to be all right. Know that you'll be all right. And it is hard because you're right. It is a wheel, especially in sort of in this industry. Yeah, you, get you know, scared to get off. Yeah, you just you, you you don't. Oh man, I can't. You know, what if I? You know, but but you just have to just take a night and and I've and I've never done this and I need to. I really need to be better about this. But just taking a night and unplugging because you look up and you and I just know it's going to happen. I'm going to look up and I'm going to say, "Oh my God, my kid is nine years old. Right. My kid is 15 years old." And like, where did her childhood go? And and more importantly, okay, and like like whatever, like well, I didn't expect to go here, but we're here. More importantly, does she feel like I was there? Right. Even though I was home, of course, was I there? And that'll be about the moments, you know. And that yeah. and that's and that's a hard thing because. Honey, understand that if if I'm not, it's all because I want better for you at the same time. So it's like it's, it, I'm not up there uh, eating bonbons and and, and and eating Doritos and playing Madden. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's not what's happening. You know, I'm 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 writing, I'm making content, I'm doing whatever it may be. But it's like, does she care about that? She really doesn't. She really just wants me there. Well, she'll understand what you're doing. Pretty quickly, though. Right. The providing part of it. Right. 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 They get that pretty fast. You'd be surprised. Yep. And there, there's, there's a, I don't, forgiveness is not the word, but, sure. it, but an understanding, yeah. believe me. So it's not, she ain't holding you at four. Oh, he's been up there too long. Like they start to get it pretty quick, dude, what you're providing, why it's all the way it is. Because daddy's got to go to work. 
there's a quiet but you'll find a balance, bro. that comes with being a man and a father because you're you're expected, right? The gender roles you're expected to provide, right? And 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 providing is a blessing and a privilege, right? It, there's no doubt about that. But what what comes with providing inevitably is sacrifice. You are sacrificing something. Um, whether it's your time, whether it's your availability, um, your energy, you know, and and we're human. We're not friggin', you know, androids. We don't have we don't have endless, you know, what I'm saying we don't have endless reserves here. So you may, while in the midst of providing, you may be freaking exhausted, bro. Like I don't, I don't want to do the bounce house, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm being, I've been doing X, Y, and Z all day long, you know. Um, but I think that's something that you know just. It, it, it doesn't really get talked about a lot, man. It's the the quiet burden that you 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 have to sort of shoulder. That you know, I'm I, I'm expected to do this, and I'm expected to be this all the time. And damn, it's so hard. And I didn't understand that until obviously I became a parent. You yeah. don't even you, you can't even, you don't even know what you don't know. Just it's, wait it's, till you got two. It's so insane. Talking about it's hard. Just wait till you got two. Oh, uh, the boy's easy. Boy's easy. Okay. I'd, I'd be like Kratos with him. Boy. Boy. Boy got a lot of energy. Boy, boy gonna want to run around. and You gonna have to chase him. Oh, I handle his ass, you know. And and plus, you know, Riley's gonna be there to help, bro. So I'm not. Bro, she's gonna be a great big sister. She will be that, but she ain't helping you. She needs to start learning how to change some damn diapers. All right, pick your uh, to, you know, carry your uh, weight around here. Pick up some slack. All right. Sound like you need to quit one of your uh, sixteen jobs, bro. Can't that's do what, that. That's what I'm hearing. Can't do that yet, bro. I got. I got. Get I got the crossroads. I got to run it up. I gotta run this thing up, man. See where it goes. Run it up, run it up. Run it up. Um, but right. yeah, I don't think that. I don't, by the way, for LeBron, I think they'll have. He'll have an excused absence. <laughs> I think he'll be all right, man. I think he'll be. Uh, his teammates will not let him play. Yeah, LeBron's gonna be fine. He'll see Bronny whenever he, it happens. He's like he's doing like he's playing that up. He's like, oh, I, I don't know what to do. Bro, you're going to the USC game. He didn't say he knows what to do. He said he told his teammates, yeah, peace, yeah, it's, I'll be out. And there ain't nobody gonna say nothing to him. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, what's that? What? Ridiculous, you know. Did you see him? They were asking about Maverick and the betting thing. I did see that yesterday. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, the story is Maverick Carter, his agent, uh, was. Um, it, it is him, right? It is it's Maverick. him in the Yasiel Rich Paul? Puig. Rich Paul, yeah. No, this. I don't think it's. It's. I thought it was Mav, not Rich Paul. Uh, it wasn't Rich, Rich Paul. Is the agent right? Yeah. Mav is his business. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and and that's important because yes. It's not, not having ties to the NBA that's, you know, got him pretty free here. Yeah, you're right. It's Maverick Carter, not yeah. Rich Paul. Yeah, yeah, but they're using – I feel like they're using uh, Rich Paul's But it's base. Yasiel Puig got charged, and I want to say they, they didn't charge Mav and Scottie Pippen. And this was for, uh, you know, dealings with a bookie before uh, we got the, you know, states made betting legal and uh, 38, 37, whatever it is now with yeah. DC. Um, yeah. And and LeBron had to answer questions about that, but it, he's you know they had their he's not connected to the league. Well, here's the and thing: and he didn't get charged. Yasiel Puig did. Yes, former, uh, I think I'm announcing it. Former Dodger. Yeah, Yasiel, yeah. Remember Puig? Yes. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Um, I have no issue with it. Um, the only thing I would have an issue with is if um, he had like bet on, for example, like LeBron unders info on, yeah. on a Lakers game. Yeah. But yeah, which I mean, obviously, there's no evidence of that. Not to the point that he he was charged. So. Him and Scotty seem to have got off free here, yeah. whereas they're sticking it to Puig. Yeah. 
LeBron said Mavericks his own man, and at the end of the day, gambling is legal. I mean, you can go on your phone right now and do whatever you want, and he has no affiliation with the NBA or NFL, so he can do what he wants to do. Right. I, I agree with that. I Rich no Paul would not it. be in that boat. Correct. He's, he would be. He represents Correct. him in those NBA contract dealings. Um, and many I, others. I'm just kind of surprised that, uh, like, I, I did see that uh, a report that the bookie wanted to increase their max bet to 125,000, which means that he must suck at betting because you they don't you're not you know ain't nobody coming to you asking asking for you to increase your max bet unless you stink at it. <laughs> so yeah, he must not have been a great uh, if he was betting on NBA and NFL. I can imagine a scenario where that was probably not a super profitable venture. It's hard to win in those leagues, as you know, Jace. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think uh, LeBron's going to be there. He should be there. We you should agree. be there. You got what do you got? Practice tomorrow. You're going to be there at practice. I've got a a dance recital thing. I'm going to tomorrow. Mine's actually a game. It's probably yours is a recital. You'll be bored to tears. I will be, but I'll be. I'll be in action. I'll be bored there. You know, and that's the thing. Yeah. I'll be bored. Oh there. yeah, she's, she's going to remember that you were there. Um, and I think that's the that's the goal. That's but the don't key. try to compare what you're doing to me. No, I, I, I would never. I want to know why it's the two hour thing though. I mean, I feel like we're pushing these two year olds to the brink. You know, it shouldn't take two hours. It should be a 10-minute thing. Again, her part will be very short. Well, then we're going to get the hell up out of there. there no, the no, no, time, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I expect any other parents to do you that. You have to support the other kids in her class. I, they're not in her class. They're just at her school, you so, know. So that's a totally different thing. And not, I, giving not, not two feet in, huh? I, I, I have to be there for my child. I don't have to be there for other people's children. All right? <laughs> that's, I mean, you're asking a lot of me, dude, especially on Conference Championship Saturday, you know. Please. Takes a village. Uh, Les Smith's going to join us. Uh, speaking of dads, he's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about being back in Memphis, uh, Memphis basketball, uh, just what he thinks about the city now that he's back, you know, how it's changed, all that with him. Stick around. Jason and John, how are you trying to film? Yes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Live Love Business Group at the Real Estate Agency is here to help you. If you are thinking about moving, if it's about that time, then you need to get with the Live Love Memphis team to help you do just that. They work miracles. They can help you get more for your home than you could have ever imagined, but you have to make the call. You have to reach out. You can email them too. 
sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Rolling just opened in Nashville as well, so you got Live Love Memphis, you got Live Love DeSoto, and now you got Live Love Nash. Congrats to Jennifer Carstensen on that. The point is, if you know someone or you got a home in Nashville, she can help you there now, too. She can help you everywhere. Uh, there's no question about it. She's going to get you the most money from your home. She's done it for me. She's done it for so many others that we have referred to her. So, again, you want things simple. You want best options. You call this number, 901-625-5200. That is the number to live love. Again, 901-625-5200. It's the Live Love Memphis, Live Love DeSoto, and Live Love Nash teams at the real estate agency. Uh, okay. So, last night, we have not yet talked about it. Uh, Dallas Cowboys hosting the Seattle Seahawks, uh, mostly because, I mean, great game, I guess you would yeah, say. we got more than we bargained for. Certainly so, uh, but the result itself, not that surprising. Uh, Dallas gets the win, 41-35. to Great night for uh, both quarterbacks, honestly, Dak Prescott and Geno Smith. Both, both quarterbacks had a really nice night. Uh, Dak Prescott finishes with 299, three touchdowns. Geno Smith, 334, three touchdowns. One pick. There was a moment, though, where it was twenty-eight twenty for the Seattle Seahawks, and it looked like, oh, here we go, above five hundred team. Dallas Cowboys going to do what they do. That is not what happened. Dallas did ultimately um, bear down a bit in the second half, and and really they got whatever they wanted on offense, and I think that was sort of the key there. And pass rush ended up winning the day for them at the end of it. Um, what did you make of, of last night for the Dallas Cowboys? Well, I made a mistake. I thought uh, they didn't have any sacks. They did actually no, – Michael Parsons didn't get a sack on that last play. Obviously got the pressure, and they got some fourth down stops at the end. But for the most part, they yep. didn't get to Geno. Ended up with one sack. I just went and looked at the box. They gave one to Hankins. Yep. So they did have a sack. I just thought – that Dallas, that vaunted Dallas defense. I mean, what? What did you see? Bland getting lit up. Like, what are we talking about PK, here? PK three touchdowns. I mean, they went after him last night. And I just my take was, wow. I thought this vaunted Dallas defense. I thought I I I'd get a little bit better effort out of them. That said, they were able to get the stops when they needed them. Uh, I just didn't think it would take that much offense from Dak to win that game. So that's my takeaway. Again, it, it's left me asking. I realize this team came into the game with a winning record. We talked about it, Seattle at six and five, but. Are you ready after a win over a Seattle team that's sort of average at this point? Uh, didn't have Kenneth Walker, by the way. He would have he would have right. helped. Right, right, um, right. But are you ready to say, yeah, this is a Dallas team that, yes, even with Dax playing an MVP level, I'll give you that, but that you're ready to put up there with Philadelphia and, and, and San Francisco? I'm not. And so that's my takeaway was, okay, Dallas continues to beat, you know, bad to solid teams, um, but I'm not ready to put them up into the upper echelon of the NFC quite yet. I've still got them with – I've got them in the same tier. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yep. there should be three tiers, but I've got them in the same tier as Detroit right now Agreed. with the top tier, Philadelphia and the Eagles. Uh, I mean, Philadelphia and San Francisco. No disagreements for me on that point. Did you, you see go. DK's celebration? Maybe not. He sign-languaged, standing on business. Oh, no, I didn't see that at all. He had three touchdowns. Which one was that? Which, that's the, the first one. The 73-yard one, one, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, it was pretty great. I don't know why. I guess it's because he don't he doesn't want to get fined. But yeah, he did the whole thing, standing on business, which uh, is kind of funny. Man, they were after poor Deron Bland. He still got a pick on your ass though. Um, he didn't take it to the house. No, but I mean, he's got another pick. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous the run he's on. Imagine if they had but Trayvon also, like, Diggs gave up and the, him. It's something crazy, like giving up the most yards of any corner this season in that game. Both him and Trayvon Diggs did that. Even when Trayvon Diggs had eight t- uh, picks that year or whatever it was, he he was like well, one of the worst cover corners in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. 
He does have eight picks this year now. Is it eight? I think so. I thought it was six. I think it was six. It says 41 solo tackles and eight interceptions, 2023 regular season stats. Oh, wow. Look at so on ESPN. Just six, six, uh, five pick sixes, eight Five overall. pick sixes, the record. Eight picks this season. That's pretty insane. He's killing. If they had him and Diggs. I mean, and, 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 and in his defense, I mean, he's out there on DK Metcalf who's going off. It's not oh, like he's yeah. not facing the best receivers yeah. uh, now with Diggs out every single Sunday. So I, the dude is a stud. Uh, Diggs had 11 picks that year. I thought, I thought yeah. 2021, he had 11 picks. Two pick sixes. That's insane. I mean, 11 interceptions in one season? I mean, hey, that means they're throwing at you a lot. <laughs> Doesn't it? I mean, if you got, if you got 11 picks. It does. Uh, but uh, Dak is, uh, if he can beat the big boys, he could be the MVP this year. He could. The numbers are there. He could. He just hasn't. He still hasn't done it yet, though. But I mean, it's about last to turn. not a big boy. But the, everything changes now because their schedule is about to turn up. It is about to turn up, my friend. Um, them and Miami, yeah, and they have those two play each other actually. Exactly. So you've got uh, you've got uh, uh, Miami coming up. Yep, um, and then of course you got that rematch with the Eagles coming up. There's one more Bills, mm-hmm. um, and then Lions. So yeah, I yeah, mean, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Yes, you need to come out of that three and one. You know, I think that's sort of to to sort of prove that you're who you say you are. I think three and one needs to be the goal there. Buffalo is falling apart. Eagles are going to be off that tough game against the 49ers in Dallas. Uh, Miami, you know, I mean, again, they're sort of the, the AFC version of you. They don't beat anybody worth a damn. So that's one you need to win. And then you're hosting Detroit. I mean, 3-1 and one should be the minimum here. Um, I don't know if this is totally Mike McCarthy. I just don't remember seeing it as much last year with Kellen Moore. But C.D. Lamb in the slot is unstoppable. Like, that, that's been a revelation for them this year. Yep. Uh, he, Dak can just find him in that slot every time. You know, CD's ability to break on a ball and you're, boom, you blink, it's already there. Absolutely. They have just developed a nice little sort of like a pick-and-roll chemistry with CD in the slot. And if that's Mike McCarthy, i got to give him um, some credit because right now that offense is humming. And Mike McCarthy's calling the plays. And we said, well, this is last ditch here now that it's on you. You know, it's a, it, there's nobody else's head to cut off. And they have been and Dak has been. Uh, much better this season offensively. I need to see more from that D, though. thought last night they uh, – 35 points. Need more pressure up yeah. front. They got it late, but I, I thought there would be more. Yeah, Micah, unfortunately, can be kind of easy to take out of the game plan because you just – you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, you know, and I think that's that's a thing that when you get to the playoffs, is a, it, you know, he's not no, he's not Bosa. He's not, um, you know, T.J. Watt. Like, he's a, he's a smaller guy. You know, just in terms of his still, frame. you got to account for him every play, though. Oh, I mean, and I was so surprised. Well, yeah. But then, but then to hear Gino say they expected that, and he said he just couldn't get it around him. I just thought after the game, he sort of uh, he threw that thing into the and, ground. And it could have just been a you know defense of what their plan was, and it probably was. But he said they were expecting, it and he just couldn't get it around a guy. And I was asking you in text, like, how in the world do you not have Michael Parsons accounted for? Uh, he says that was actually the plan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.